on the block on demand. Without Jerry McNamara, we wouldn't have won 10 games this year. Okay? Not 10. Two seconds and one. It's 10 wins in a row for the Crunch. It's the biggest upset in the Carrier Dome in more than 30 years as the Orange hold off the defending national champions. They beat Clemson. The Bills make me want to shout. McCoy in the backfield takes the handoff, runs up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's inside the 10, cuts to the left, into the end zone. Buffalo wins. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Somebody in Vegas told them they were going to win by 20. They'll look at the positive side of things once in a while instead of the negative all the time. This is On the Block. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7 ESPN Radio Utica Road Tapping to Mohawk Valley Great to have you along for the ride here today You can listen on the ESPN app too Oh yeah Be one of the hip cats on the app baby You download the ESPN app You find the a listen tab on there, which is very simple. It's right there, and you find ESPN Syracuse or ESPN Utica Rome, and off you go into the world doing things on a ninety-three degree, ninety-three degree, pardon me, day. Wasn't that a band? Ninety? Was it ninety-three degrees? What was that band? What was the boy band? No, it was nine. I believe it was ninety-eight degrees. Right? I don't know. I'm, got my boy band's mixed up. Anyway, it's hot out there, baby. But you're outside. You're doing the thing. It's summertime. And we want to go with you. Maybe you're going on vacation, but you want to keep in tabs with what's happening here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Boy, is the app the best way to do that. So make sure you got the ESPN app on your phone. Find the listed tab. Find us, and away you go. Here's how you get in touch with the program. We'd love to hear from you, 437-7644. You can also hit me on Twitter anytime. Twitter. Where the show never stops. Brent Axe Media, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 288-0644. There's that phone right in your face. You might as well fire off a hot take or two at us. That's hot. We have two guests that will join us today. Looking forward to speaking with both of these gentlemen. Right here in this hour, we are going to talk with current Syracuse linebacker, Keelan Whitner. The Lift for Life event is coming up later this week. We'll tell you about that and how you can show up and support your favorite football players and what is a terrific event. Get some autographs, get some selfies, do the thing, get a little football flavor in before camp starts. I mean, we're getting here, man. Syracuse football training camp is right around the corner, which means the season is right around the corner. As we like to say, summer is just killing time till football season. So we will talk to Keelan about this upcoming season, the Lift for Life event. A little Syracuse football talk today. We will also get in a little Syracuse basketball talk, Bayheim's Army style. Live from practice. We hope we are not taking away Ryan Blackwell from important Bayheim's Army duties in the quest for $2 million and what clearly could be their best shot at this thing. It is a young history of the basketball tournament, but it has grown leaps and bounds every year. It's become a summer staple now, particularly around here. This may be the best roster 
They came darn close a year ago, and they may have a better team this year. So we'll talk to the head coach, former Orangeman, current Liverpool head coach, of course, state champion at that, Ryan Blackwell, live from the Mellow Center. About an hour from now, 5 o'clock, Ryan Blackwell will not coach Paul Harris in the basketball tournament. Paul had to pull out due to uh, commitment uh, issues, couldn't commit to all the games and all the practices he needed to be at. So uh, no Paul Harris this year. I was kind of looking forward to seeing him and catching up with him and seeing how he's playing these days. We'll just have to do that another time. What's the strategy this year? What did they learn from last year? What kind of roster do they have? Coach Blackwell will join us. We're going to talk to a few of the players throughout the week and get you ready for when they start Saturday night in the basketball tournament. It's Monday, so we'll go on the blind side. As usual, hot takes to come, including, you know, LeVar Ball said some pretty dumb things, but we found the dumbest. We have found... That's just dumb. Yep. Dumb. And the guy is drunk. With a little bit of. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I'll throw this in there. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan had nothing to do with it, but I just like to play that clip. So that's coming up in hot takes. I got to say, this is weird. This is weird. Longtime listeners of this program know Brent's usually not here this week. You're probably surprised to tune in. There's probably nobody listening right now. Not that that's not a normal occurrence around here, but like people have come to be trained. Like I'm not here all star week. I usually time my summer vacation for all star week. That's very strategic on my part, by the way. Now we've got some things to discuss. We've got some guests coming on and some things to chew on. I found a great article today that Josh Rosen rookie Arizona Cardinals quarterback wrote that's one of the best proposals I have seen to compensate NCAA athletes. I want to get to that later in the show. I mean, we've got stuff to talk about, but I usually take this week off for a number of reasons. And it just worked out this year that my vacation starts a week later. And as a matter of fact, again, uh, just to keep you guys updated out there, I'm going to be here all this week which is going to be weird because I'm never usually here All-Star Week, so this will be a new experience to figure that out. But I'm going to be gone the two weeks after that. So summer vacation times two, baby. Never taken two straight weeks off the air before. I hope you will miss me. I hope you'll still want to listen when I come back. Hey, remember that guy? So I'm here all this week, but I will not be here next week in the week after that. Now, the beauty of that is I'll take those two weeks off, and I'll come back, and football training camps will be well underway. So let's just dive right in the pool there. So this is kind of odd. And it brings me to what one of the main subjects of topicality is this week, and that, of course, is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. And inevitably, when you talk about the Major League Baseball All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby, both of which uh, you can hear right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse, by the way, it turns into, well, what can baseball do better? And that's always a conversation we can have. It's a great time to have that conversation, the state of football. But no sport does this more than baseball. No group of media, fans, executives, collectively, like to talk about the state of baseball more than baseball people. And the All-Star break is a natural time to do it because it's such a long season. Baseball has evolved into this sport here on the day of the Home Run Derby, when it's, it's either all home runs or all strikeouts, 
And the, there's a real concern in baseball about the drop in attendance and pace of play. And you know, we've had our buddy Seth Everett on, and we will certainly talk to him this week. But he has made the point, and I think very fairly, about you know the lack of balls in play. You've got to have balls in play in baseball. You can't go, as Tom Verducci recently did the research and reported, three minutes and 47 seconds in between plays in baseball, like balls in play. Like that's, that's, that's an eternity, even for a sport that has no, has no clock, goes at its own pace, right? These are big gaps of time. And inevitably people will talk about something today, like, well, it's the home run derby. And last year, the ratings for the home run derby were big. There's a very easy answer to that question. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge was, certainly still is, but at that time, rising superstar, big young guy in the game. Let's see what he's got. He put on a show. We have seen great shows in the Home Run Derby over the years. Sally, you want about people that ask inevitably the same question this time of year. Is it time for baseball to do something other than the Home Run Derby? And there's ideas out there. I know at AAA they did some different things like, you know, outfield players doing accuracy throws. And, you know, they're always mixing things up. Like you watch the Hockey All-Star Weekend and they've got the guys firing at the, you know, the plates on the corners and speed skating and all that stuff. Look, here's the thing. I don't have it in me to criticize this too much. The Home Run Derby's fine. The Home Run Derby is fun. It's an exhibition game. And people love it. The Home Run Derby often outrates the game. The Home Run Derby is something that, you know, Chris Berman doesn't do it anymore. But for all the people that mocked, back, 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 and people still watched it, right? Chicks dig the long ball. Home runs are still cool, even if they're manufactured meatballs being thrown at these guys. I think we appreciate that it's time to just have a little fun here. So I don't have it in me to be that critical of home run derby and the all-star game itself. They gave us a reason to for a long time, the whole nonsense of this time it counts and the winner of an exhibition game in the middle of the season got home field advantage in the most important event in the sport, the World Series. It was a gross overreaction to a tie, again, in an all-star game. It's the image Bud Selig will always live with, kind of the, Shrug the shoulders, what just happened? We ran out of pitchers in his home ballpark, by the way, which was in 2002. 2002. That's how long ago that was. And up until recently, the overreaction to that was, well, let's make it count. Well, you didn't need to make it count to make the baseball all-star game interesting. The baseball all-star game is clearly the most interesting of the all-star games in the sense of it's a true game. Now, I'm kind of wondering, given this age we're in of its home run strikeouts and nothing in between of how these all-star games go in the modern era. But generally, you know what the all-star game is? It's fine. It takes a while because you got to sub in a lot of different people and, you know, should each team be represented at the all-star game? I guess not. But one of the reasons I usually take this week off to be bluntly honest with you is I just don't care about this stuff. I'm supposed to come on this show and I'm supposed to have a take. I'm supposed to care. That's hot. I'm supposed to convince you why this is wrong and that is wrong. I just don't care. I don't. It's not to say I don't enjoy it. I'll watch tonight. I will watch the All-Star game tomorrow. 
But I don't watch that with a critical eye. We don't have to criticize and fix everything. Some things, believe it or not, to me are fine. Now, they've tweaked home run derby. They have brackets now. They have competition. There is a clock. Great. This is the fourth year of the time rounds and brackets. Four minutes, clock starts with the first pitch. By the way, I thought they started that last year. That's how like up to speed I am on this. It's been four years since they've done this. Each batter gets one 45-second timeout. You can earn 30 seconds of bonus time by hitting two home runs further than 440 feet. There's a 60-second swing-off if there's a tie. Great. There's always ways to make things like this more interesting, like what are the odds in Vegas saying? Well, here's what the odds in Vegas are saying. Aguilar for the Brewers, current odds 5-1. to one. Bryce Harper, who has got to be the favorite sentimentally, but the way he's hitting this year, he's certainly hitting for power. He's not hitting for average at all. He's batting, what, 210 going into the break? But he's 5-2. Muncie's 6-1. Bregman's 8-1. Schwarber's 6-1. Javier Baez, 15-2 odds. Freddie Freeman from the Braves, 7-1. And then you have Reese Hoskins, Hoskins, pardon me, who the most interesting thing about him is he doesn't have a V in his first name. That is fantastic as pointed out by Seth Goldberg, 8-1. to one. So you can bet on this, as you can bet on anything. It's Aguilar against Hoskins. It is Harper against Freddie Freeman. That's a great National League matchup there in D.C. We mentioned uh, Muncie versus Baez, Bregman against Schwarber, and we'll go from there. You know what it is? It's fine. It's fine. We're going to watch tonight, and someone's going to watch with a critical eye. They should be doing this and should be doing that, and the All-Star game should be this and it shouldn't be that. I just don't have it in me to get that passionate about an exhibition game. Now, the topics of baseball and the state of the game and Rob Manfred's doing the rounds at the All-Star game, you know, they commissioners tend to do this at the start of the season, at the All-Star game, and at the start of the playoffs. You kind of do a state of the sport thing. And Rob Manfred's got some things to answer to. It's not to say baseball doesn't have issues. It does. But they're not going to be solved at something they do right and something baseball does right is this entire stretch of time. Home run derby's fine. The all-star game's fine. It's fine. Now, again, if they tweak the rule and it's you don't have to have a player from every team, great. But I don't really see anything wrong with that. I don't. I just don't have it in me to muster a radio segment demanding change there, because why? I mean, you can make the case. Why not? Puts better players in. We have the internet and the Major League Baseball package and DirecTV and access to things now that let us see these players. It used to be, you know, you only saw some players in baseball if you caught them on the game of the week at this week, this all-star game, or in the postseason, and that was it. Well, that's not the case anymore. It hasn't been the case for really over a decade, maybe even longer than that in some cases. So if they got rid of that rule tomorrow, okay. Maybe Machado gets traded at some point here. That's intriguing to me if the Orioles' lone representative got traded because what would they do there? It's not unprecedented that a player got, remember the Jeff Samarja a few years ago, standing there in his generic National League uniform because he got traded at the deadline? So, I mean, it's rare. Machado is one of the best players in baseball, so if he ends up with the Dodgers or Brewers, who seem to be the two teams honing in on him, before they play the All-Star game tomorrow, well, what would you do there? 
Do you let him play for the Orioles one last time or make him put on that generic uniform? So there's intrigue there, but, you know, I can't believe I've made it this far. I actually have to break because I'm running a little late. When it comes to the baseball all-star game, how about this hot take for you? It's fine. Home run derby, it's fine. The game itself, it's fine. And by it's fine, I don't mean like it can't be tweaked or changed. By it's fine, it's not a must-watch to me. I'll watch it because I always do, but it's okay. It's, it's fine. It's okay. I know that's weird for people to hear because it's either one extreme or the other, it seems, in sports these days. But once in a while, it's like, no, nope, you're good. Come on through. And on that note, we will take a break because we're going to talk some Syracuse football coming up. The Live for Life event is coming up. We'll tell you how you can be a part of that and how you can, most importantly, help a great charity for that event, somebody who will be participating in it and telling us all about it. Current Syracuse linebacker Keelan Whitner is going to join us next. You're on the block. ESPN Radio. Don't go anywhere. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. On the Block, presented by Burdick Toyota. Great to have you here. Happy Monday, everybody. A Monday tradition. Seth Goldberg. Rax's brain comes up with 10 questions. It's hard this week. They are kept under lock and key and secret until this very moment. We answer the questions that come into Seth's brain. Yeah, All-Star Week's got to be tough for you. Oh, it was. You have to venture away from sports. A little bit. Maybe, I guess. I'm assuming. I don't know because I haven't seen the questions. But this is a very simple game you can play along at home. We call it the blind side because I'm about to get blindsided with 10 questions, and so are you. But we will do our best. To answer, you may fire when ready, Commander. What is the percentage chance that the soccer ball Putin gave Trump includes a listening device? 100%. 100%. Now, is Trump going to check that for a listening device before it makes his way? That's in, a good, that's a good prop, isn't it? Better question. Better question. 100%. There's yes. a bug in that. Thing. Yes. Yes. Uh, will the Mets trade Jacob DeGrom? I think they're going to. I think they need to. I think they're going to. I think that if you're the Mets, that submarine sinking deeper and deeper into the water. And I say that because I'm currently reading The Hunt for Red October. So submarine reference for you. you got to show your fan base you're trying what you can to make this team better. Now, that's the way the Mets get better. Getting rid of Jacob DeGrom is probably not high on the list for Mets fans, but what else are you going to do? You can't ride it out. You can't tell them to trust the process. Calling up Tebow will be nice, but that's not the answer. I think your best deal lies in trading Jacob DeGrom, getting a bunch of prospects and, and whatever you can for him back in return. Jacob DeGrom's agent, I asked that because his agent today all but asked for a trade. And that's it. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. Once you kind of see, like, we're checking out, then it's he time threw. To get him. He threw eight shutout innings, and had and had no chance at like getting the it's win. I, he, you know what? It, it was amazing. You know who should? Max Scherzer's pretty darn. Jacob good. Degrom should be. He starting. should be starting the All Star game tonight. You give it to Scherzer because it's his stadium, but, but Degrom should be starting the All Star game. How good he's been with no run support, just desperate run support that that is needed there. Do you believe Le'Veon Bell's agent when he says it is likely Bell's last season with the Steelers? Sure, why not? I mean, how many times can they play the franchise tag game in Pittsburgh? Le'Veon Bell is a 
let's say, a highly inflated opinion of himself. The question is, can he get the money he wants elsewhere? He has a highly inflated opinion of his position. I will say that. Look, Le'Veon Bell is one of the best running backs in football. But the way the system works, like, I don't think you're just going to... Running backs don't get paid. No. You're not going to put yourself on the open market and get NBA money. It's not the same. So, that being said, I think he kind of knows the deal in Pittsburgh. All it takes is that one team that needs the position and will at least give you what you feel you're worth. People seem to be freaking out about LeBron James' NBA 2K rating. Do you care? Not at all. Why are people freaking out about such a thing? Because he's only a 98, not a 99. How dare they? Yeah, terrible. By the way, did you see LeBron James' shorts? Yeah, what was up with those? Do you know how much those cost? Yes! Those are $500 shorts. I would hope they look better for $500. Even if I had LeBron James money, I don't know if I'd wear $500 It was weird with the logo where it was, and then there were pockets in the back. The whole thing was very... I don't know. $500 shorts. I just bought a suit recently that I paid way too much for. At least that's like a A suit. suit. Right. I know I'm paying for it, but shorts. They're they're freaking shorts. I think they sold out last night, by the way. Of course they did. Like once the link got out, I think they sold out. Uh, Do you miss the World Cup? Um, In order to miss something, you have to be like engaged in it. So do you know who won? Francais. Do you know who they beat? Croatia. Okay, there you go. Four to two. There you go. I have to say this. I was at uh, Wegmans yesterday, and they had it on in the beer section, which strategically placed very good. There's about 10 people just standing around watching the World Cup. I mean, people were into it. Okay. But uh, let's see. I'm totaling up how much World Cup I watched. And by the way, not being soccer guy, not bashing it. It's just not my thing. I watched so much more than I, I thought I I understand it. I get it. I thought it was fun when I did watch the, like, Eight minutes total that I happened to watch. But, you know, that's about it. I knew what happened, though. I knew France won. Is there anything interesting that ever comes out of conference media days? Oh, definitely. Like when Paul Feinbaum fights with Nick Saban. Once in a while, somebody slips and says something interesting. Jimbo Fisher said howdy today. Jimbo Fisher also defended Jameis Winston today. Of course. Of course. Uh, but the biggest thing that comes out of these conference media days now is basically why is everybody here? Like, just fleets of media come to these things to gather content, and then what do they really get out? Nothing. Same sound bites from the same people saying the same thing. So once in a while, you'll get something. But other than that, at least at the old Big East one, you get like a you know that big lobster bake they'd have. At the ACC, you get to play golf at Pinehurst, I believe. So that's the media loves these things because of the free stuff you get to show up to these Pretty things cool. and, and get the same sound bites. Why were Los Angeles and Las Vegas passed over on the next round of Final Four sites? They shouldn't have been. They were. Through 2026, neither one got a got a Final Four. I don't know if Vegas bid, but I would imagine that was a should have been. I mean, I kind of get why Vegas didn't get it, but it's not like the players that are in the Final Four are going to show up and go on a bender. They're not allowed. They're be not a, 21. Exactly. Come on, Brent. It'd be a, gambling is illegal here, sir, and I <laughs> never slice. But why wouldn't you have the Final Four in Vegas? Or LA. They're both going to have beautiful new stadiums. It's it's the same. It's Indianapolis, San Antonio, yep. Atlanta. Yep. Same thing. Phoenix. You forgot Phoenix. Phoenix. 
They, I, they all got. We, they all got bids. We were talking about this. You know, when Syracuse went to the Final Four in '96, it was in the Meadowlands, right? Continental Airlines Arena. I'm not saying go back to something like that, but you don't have to have every one of these things in a football stadium. I get why they do it. I mean, it, they do. But it'd be cool if, like, once every decade or something, you it's did never it at, happening. like, Madison Square Garden or it's never a, a historic basketball venue. I understand that, but... I like that they moved the regional. Saying. I like that they moved the regional sites out of football stadiums and into basketball arenas. That I, was I a guess huge. We'll, we got to take that. I guess that's that's the, that's the booby prize. Uh, how far will Bayheim's Army go? Bayheim's Army will make the final and lose again to overseas elite. Okay. Is the Ben McAdoo Media Redemption Tour coming too soon? Oh hell no! Absolutely not. I've, I've been enjoying every second of this. I hope there's more. Did you somebody see him please? bash everybody in the post yet the I other day? I sure did. Can we please give Ben McAdoo a podcast and just watch him keep digging that hole deeper and deeper? My favorite part was when he told Peter King that his bedside manner is what got him fired. Sure. Yeah. That's that's what... Look, to be fair, Ben McAdoo... Like, he's not wrong, but no. it was just a funny way of saying it. I mean, that team just got destroyed by injury last year. But, and then he know. benched Eli Manning benched for Geno Smith. I don't think it was your bedside manner. Well, he said decision. his bedside manner in regards to that. He didn't I don't care it. how you make that decision. That you're that sinks your battleship. Yes, you could you could do that the nicest way possible. You're still going down for that. Will we ever get a plan that people will agree on to allow college athletes to get paid? Yes, I have faith this will happen because there's too much money in it for everyone. It's just a matter of getting the people that have all the money to give up some of it. Which is not easy to do, but I think we're going to find th- a way. I don't even think you have to get the universities to give up money. I'm telling you, Josh Rosen plan. Go read that thing. It's pretty reasonable. Get other people to pay the players, not the universities. You don't even have to worry about losing money. See? We're making progress right now. There you go. Billion dollars. Back after this. Thank you. Bye-bye.